From Relevant Magazine, it's the Relevant Podcast. Friday, July 20th, 2012, and this is The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studios, welcome back, Maya Strang. Hello. To her immediate left around the corner, Calvin Kearley. John Tesh calls me Cal. And on the Skype line (laughs) from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. And that's our illustrious producer on the ones and twos, Chad Michael Snavely. Hello, friends. All right, we have some stuff to talk about this week. It's been a couple of busy days. Couple busy days here in, in in relevant land, relevant podcast land on the Twitterverse, especially. Uh, as y'all know, uh, if you listen to last week's podcast, we stumbled upon the greatness, the majesty that is John Tesh's Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we read several of them. You all started. You know, our question of the week was: make up your own. Tesh says, "Okay, if you if you missed last week's show, this week will make no sense. So go Stop back right now and go back and do <laughs> I, it." In order. I had to go and listen to it because yeah. there's just too much You're going really on. Lost online, yeah. Yeah, it's like what is this Tesh says stuff? Yeah. So so we had you go and make your own Tesh says life quips. John Tesh, you know, Entertainment Tonight uh, host John Tesh, uh, who then evolved into prolific um, uh, composer and performer John Tesh. It is now a radio host and uh, a Twitterer, and he every day, several times a day, will tweet life advice, little tips. Some of which are like, "Oh, yeah, that's a good idea," and some of which going, "That is not true at all. Yeah, back, that is not possible." Back that up, Tesh. Yeah. So, uh, and then he always ends them with hashtag Tesh says. So you all went over to the Twitterverse and you, 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 you and, and on Facebook, and you were making your own Tesh says. They were great. He got confused. <laughs> So some of you, so this all started two nights ago with one of our listeners, Anna uh, Mikulowski. She's a longtime listener. Mm-hmm. She's following us on Twitter. So she tweets the podcast and me. Um, uh, this is two nights ago from when we're recording. This is early in the week of this week. She says, I'm about to unfollow John Tesh. I could only take a few days. Ironical follows. She says, hashtag ironical follows. John Tesh replied to her. Now, he, she did not use his Twitter name. So he has a search just for the words John and Tesh. Of course he does. FYI. Of course. Yeah. FYI. Who doesn't? I have one for John and Tesh. <laughs> I'm just thinking about, I, in my mind, I'm picturing John Tesh reading that like, what? This demands a reply. <laughs> like John, my picture of John Tesh is he's got, he's just like 24 seven at this massive keyboard, like one of those big cord tritons. And, and he's just rocking out with headphones, just experimenting. And there's an iPad with Twitter feeds going. And occasionally he'll stop playing and just choose to respond. I'm sure. Or as he's playing, the Tesh says comes to him. The Tesh says. It's like it's like a gene it's like that little green genie on the Flintstones. <laughs> oh, the Tesh says is a, t- a personified object. Yeah, exactly. It visits him while he's composing <laughs> and whispers worldly advice into his ears. Well, of course and, and 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 also and also sports themed compositions. So then, yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, okay, but then after Anna tweeted this, Moments later, John Tesh tweets her back, copies Relevant Podcast and me on it, and says, Come on, Anna, hang in there. It gets better. Would it help if I followed you, ironically? Oh, <laughs> oh. oh. what's wow. on now? Oh, Bring it, Tesh. He acknowledged the podcast. Bring okay, Tesh. he acknowledged it. All right, so, so, you know, then I jump as the Relevant Podcast. I was tweeting, I was sitting at home alone. And, uh, I was I'm, getting a massage. Mommy, yeah, Maya was out. Watching Red Rocks, John Tesh. I'm oh, sure. yeah. I was, of course. Well, it's the most soothing. John Tesh <laughs> at the Red Rocks is when you go to the masseuse. I'm assuming this is what happens at your masseuses. When you go there, <laughs> that you go into the room, they, they, you, they put you under the blanket and things. They're like, um, we're going to put on John Tesh at the Red Rocks uh, <laughs> to set the mood. Is that, I'm, we're assuming that's okay with you. That's way too jazzy. Are you kidding? That's going to rev you up. 
It's a peppy. It's a peppy massage. It's a peppy massage. <laughs> well, my my massage parlor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have a massage parlor, Jesse. Yeah, it, the interior looks like the Red Rocks Auditorium. It's connected to the Mexican restaurant that you go to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You eat. White I go sauce. there and I yeah, I, yeah. I fill up on chips and white sauce after. So I replied. I was like, yeah. As the podcast, I said, yeah. We talked about your your hilarious Tesh says tweets on our show this week, and uh, we have a goal. We have a mission to get you more than fifteen thousand Twitter followers. So the Tesh, you know, when we recorded, had like fourteen thousand, and and the Tesh now has sixteen thousand one hundred sixty-three. Boom. So when you have fourteen thousand, and in the course of three days you spike by two grand, you notice it, mm-hmm. you know, because he's got the Twitter feeds open while he's composing his music, <laughs> and so he's wondering what happened. Am I? I'm a phenomenon, and I don't know why. So then when I tell him, you know, we we're talking about it, he, he he then retweets the podcast and says oh you're the ones and then has that tweet there and then he replied and said checking you guys out now that's the one that changed the game and i had the shudder of Uh, uh, oh crap (laughs) (laughs) and i wrote him back and i'm like "Ah, so yeah we're we're from relevant magazine this is you know 20 30 somethings faith and culture love ya you know i was just you know whatever anyway (laughs) turns out um he did check us out his producer checked us out. Listen to last week's show. The next morning on the podcast, you know, uh, of course, uh, I'm, you know, that night, now I'm retweeting this, you know, like John Tesh has acknowledged the podcast, folks. Life goal accomplished, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and so the next morning, we were talking about it as we came <laughs> to the office. We're like, uh, John Tesh, you know, what happened last night? Yeah. And, uh, and then Chad from the Relevant Podcast Twitter account tweets everybody and says, we need to get him on the show. All of you. You guys took over. <laughs> all of you hit up John Tesh. Yeah, friendly tweets at John Tesh. Of course, and say, right. you need to be on the Rome <laughs> podcast. And so John Tesh, a, a few hours later, I, you know, he's West Coast, I'm assuming. Right. Be, I think so because his first tweet that morning came in at about 12 noon our time. Right. And I remember thinking to myself, the Tesh is awake. <laughs> <laughs> Look out. The Tesh never sleeps. That's the thing. <laughs> so, he's he's, just, he's just composing 24 once. hours all a day. Time zone. <laughs> so so he, imagine John Tesh wakes up. Now, when, when, when we put out the challenge for you all to hit up John Tesh, uh, you did. Hmm. Apparently, all of you are on Twitter at work because you guys inundated him with positive like come on the wrong podcast we'd love to have you on he wakes up to hundreds and hundreds of tweets telling him to come on the realm podcast his first tweet of the day once the tw- the tesh has awoken right <laughs> is don't worry realm podcast peeps we are in a deep we are deep in tete-a-tete negotiations to make this happen hang tight you'll be the first to know that tweet happened right after i got a direct message from the tesh now it- that's right. All of a sudden, just, I hear I'm, as it's loud quiet. as can be. It's quiet up here. We're just all working away, and all of a sudden, I yell out, "Oh my gosh! The test just DM'd me." <laughs> he did. And, You're and, not the and, first and person we, to yell that. We should that. say that those <laughs> negotiations that that according to the negotiations, relevant media group has to pay John Tesh one million dollars for five minutes of the podcast. <laughs> worth it. I think it's worth it. Totally worth it. So then Chad and the producer started exchanging emails, trying to work out the times, the the the, the interview, uh, the specifics. And uh, the producer starts off the email saying, listen to last week's show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it's a fairly long email. So you're like, oh, no, oh where's this, this going? Go? <laughs> <laughs> she has a great sense of humor. She gets it. The final thing is she's wanting to help him brush up prepare for the interview that was mainly discussing times I of availability this question in the email. and she says is there anything specific you want to talk to him about that I can help him prepare for or do you just want to talk to him about the overarching greatness that is the Tesh <laughs> <laughs> the latter please yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing yeah. that is amazing the overarching wow. greatness that is the Tesh so um, next week when we record this podcast uh, John Tesh will be joining us <laughs> For, for an interview. It made it, you guys made it happen. Thank you. Wow. It, amazing. I, I was telling Chad uh, uh, a few moments ago that in my basement, I have for years have several bookcases 
that are filled with VHS recordings of entertainment tonight. <laughs> I, I, I watch them regularly, uh, and I'll be referencing them as, you know, in preparation for next week. There are a couple episodes of, uh, you know, Frasier peppered in there, but it's mostly entertainment tonight. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I feel okay. like it's going to... I'm just too nervous. I don't even want to be here for it. So, so I'm, <laughs> I'd you like know, to, like, Chad announces. myself. Ch- Chad tells me, like, uh, hey, we got the test. He comes back there, high fives, you know, whatever. I'm like, yeah, all right, sweet, the test. And as he walks away, it hits me. I have to interview the Tesh. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to ask the Tesh about? His face turned white as a ghost. Oh my gosh! I, for real, I followed Chad back up, going, "What am I going to say? What am I? What are we going to ask the Tesh about? What yeah. do you ask? What do you ask the Tesh about? The man was a news reporter. He then anchored Entertainment Tonight through the '80s with Mary Hart. He was snubbed by Seinfeld, by the way. There's what? an entire episode where Kramer gets seizures when he hears Mary Hart's voice. Never uh, once do they mention the Tesh. Yeah. He's sitting I, a foot away. The, the thing is, Tesh is a household name. There's not one person in this country who does not know who John Tesh is. Like, I love I love entertainment. So, he, <laughs> he, he, yeah. I love basketball. What? He's done that too? I love <laughs> pump-up music. What? I mean, th- there are too many connections to Tesh and the things that we love. So so uh, we're going to need your help, mm. listeners. Uh, Again. Coming up coming <laughs> up with maybe some interview ideas for the Tesh for next week's show. So Kim, can, can, what do you want to ask John Tesh be the editorial question of the week? Yeah, that's, the, that's the plan. That's Absolutely. the plan. So stay tuned. Uh, at the end of the show... We're going we're gonna to tell you how you can help us prepare for the once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> interview with John Tesh. Okay, so the other thing, the other thing that uh, this spawned was, man, and, and not even in 24 hours. We're talking like maybe six hours. If we singularly sick the relevant podcast twi- listeners <laughs> on Twitter on a celebrity, they notice. Everything's... Preferably a West Coast celebrity, so we can do it when they wake up and check Twitter for the first time. <laughs> They're like, "Why are there 712 tweets about the relevant podcast?" But um, it got it got noticed. So we need to be thinking about who we're going to do next, or also uh, we need to think about who we want to make into a celebrity because we could just oh yeah sick That's our followers true. on someone who's maybe like a struggling like B level, C level, and we can we can make them famous. It's like the Colbert bump. Like it's, it's like the relevant podcast bump yeah. is what we got going on here. Right. Calvin, I did like how you responded personally yesterday to the relevant podcast yeah, Twitter. You yeah. And you asked for Oprah. I <laughs> I, yeah, I asked for Oprah. I like to be like with the people. I like to be down in the thick with funny. the people. Calvin's like, I can't get a word in edgewise in the meeting, so. <laughs> I will be heard. <laughs> so, so it got me thinking, uh, you know, John Tesh's, you know, Tesh says hashtag got me, you know, thinking about, you know, and then who else should we hit up? It just got me thinking about celebrities who have very unique Twitter runs, you know, you know, like Kanye's like mm-hmm. the Donda, right? Right. Yeah. Kanye's mind warping runs on Twitter are, are notable. Right. I came across another one that I wanted to share. Like last week, we shared Tesh Says. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's way more Tesh Says, and there's a couple I'm going to read at the end of the podcast that are, just nuggets. that are updates since last week that are <laughs> mind-blowing. <laughs> <laughs> but a couple of days ago, I came across Meta World Pieces Twitter <laughs> feed. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the artist, the basketball player, also known as Ron Artest, plays for the Lakers. Have you ever read his Twitter feed? No. Okay. No. I cannot say I have. No, but just hearing him talk <laughs> is pretty entertaining. 30, <laughs> 36 hours ago, he says, can I say I love you directly to my friends? Question, question. I want that from MetaWorld, a.k.a. the label thug. Tweet me. He goes off in a tweet. Hundreds of people tweeting him and then him just replying to that person publicly. I love you. I love you. I love you. And then he says, speaking of love, do y'all think it's possible for a G like me to have a heart for a girl? I'm too hard, right? G'd up, right? <laughs> and then and then he's and then he starts retweeting like guys and girls who are saying I love you and he's like I love you back and he, and then he goes these are not bisexual tweets because I'm tweeting men and women I'm straight but I love you all I'm not even drunk I just feel like love and then he starts listing things he loves I love the strip club too very cool the other night great ladies and great conversation she spoke often <laughs> she spoke often about rain mm-hmm. I also love SpongeBob and a girl named. 
dot, dot, dot. I also love abs. I feel them every day. I love kitchen, 24, and Doritos. I love lamp. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And Ralph's Supermarket. I also love the Transformer movies. I love the Lakers and the Knicks also. I love my bunions. Oh. <laughs> Tomorrow I'm hugging everybody I see, even NYC cab drivers. Only thing I can't do is kiss. That's awkward for me. Hashtag sorry. I love Jimmy Kimmel and George Lopez and Chelsea and Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, I said it. Huge freaking fan. I love Power Rangers. <laughs> I love Power Rangers, but Barney I'm confused about. But I'll hug Barney and I love Barbie. She dope and LA girls look just like her. <laughs> It's your delivery that's just really makes this. <laughs> yeah, really I love good. drives it home. I oh, love. Yeah. I love the dummies who follow me, but but hate me. That is so freaking awesome. I probably won't hug truck drivers until after they shower. Freaking ridiculous. <laughs> I love female officers. Oh snap! I love all my children. Sorry, kids. If Kobe retires in two years, I'm going gerbil hunting. Don't leave Kobe. Next tweet. How do you spell gerbil? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> And then, he, and then he goes, eating a nice dinner with my family. And then next week, I love y'all. And that's how he ended it. See, I, I, I'm convinced that the, the, the most deadly combination of things in the world is insomnia, Twitter, and B-list celebrities. <laughs> 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 that's so random. He's the one that like jumped in and got to... Sp- yeah. Fought, the, fought people and got suspended for yeah. a year and He's started his own state, record yeah. label. He's also the one that'll be on the podcast in two weeks. That's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. hey, we go after a better yeah. world peace. Yeah. We did want to talk about sports. Didn't yeah. We? Yep. yep. We missed our window with uh, power forward Ryan Anderson. He got traded to the New Orleans Hornets. He is in town. And, uh, He's in and out of town, but he officially leaves August 20th. And I did talk to him about the podcast yesterday, and he said yes. Can we, um, <laughs> so we can throw him a going away party? All right. Aww. The podcast is going to throw uh, NBA, NBA power forward Ryan Anderson a going party on a future episode. Wow. That's awesome. So details will be worked out, but he did say yes. Uh, we're in the tete a tete of negotiations <laughs> right now. Deets to follow, Deets or tales. Amazing. Uh, well, we have a great podcast in store for you today. Uh, now that we've gotten our business, I was like, out are of the we way. just getting to that yeah, part of the podcast? Just starting. <laughs> Hashtag more work for Snavely. <laughs> this is the week of. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, in studio performance by a great worship group, All Sons and Daughters. Uh, we also have an interview with uh, Jeff Pinchy of Love Modesto. It's coming up later. Uh, before we get rolling, before we do our entertainment releases, I want to thank the anonymous gifter. Yes. <laughs> we got a package the other day. It was uh, just a normal FedEx package. Yeah. Rather special. large box, though. Opened it up. It's from Musician's Friend. I didn't understand. Uh, it was it was for us, but we didn't order anything from Musician's Friend. Mm-hmm. Opened it up. There's no notice. There's just a shipping invoice and two boxes, which included <laughs> literal slide whistles. Nice. <laughs> Professional grade slide whistles. Two of them. <laughs> and we have no idea who sent them to us. So if you sent us these actually really nice slide whistles. They're fantastic. They're large. They're Professional they're, quality, all metal slide whistle. They're a foot long each. I L- thought they'd be like little. Let little. me read the back of the box. Without a doubt, this is the finest slide whistle in the world. <laughs> the trophy slide whistle is used in many commercial applications and in professional orchestras, where a true glissando trombone effect is required. Brightly plated, all-metal construction, it is entirely hand-assembled for precision. Wow. I love the bravado of this slide whistle <laughs> oh. manufacturer. Oh, Without yeah. a doubt, Without we're a the doubt. best ever created. So... <laughs> see, well, see, what he just did is he gave himself the positive whistle. Right. By default, he gave himself the positive whistle. What you should have done, which is more commonly appropriate, is <laughs> that's only when that's only when something I say just just completely burns. That's what I'm saying. The more, com- the more common, more often than not. <laughs> yeah, the more common yeah. One. yeah uh, we'll hear that a lot on this week's show. And you got to do the sad <laughs> eyes when you do it. Yeah. So we actually we don't have to worry about your little uh, app getting loaded in. Right, uh, we the can delay. Just pick up, pick up the slide whistle. Basically, whenever you have your slice, when you're delivering your slice, I'm just, just going to have, have it ready. Be ready over yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, up first, our entertainment releases. Literally 20 minutes in, um, coming out on music coming out on Tuesday, July 24th. Passion Pit with Gossamer. 
Chaz Lo- just love went, Passion Pit. Love nope. Passion Pit. Nope, but this, this album, this album is a disappointment. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. You know what's really sad? I just read that he had to cancel a bunch of tour dates because he's suffering from mental health issues. I read that too. Did you read yeah. that? Really? Yeah. Anyways, it's not as good as the first one it's or the last one at least. It's definitely not. Um, also coming out, the Gaslight Anthem with Handwritten. And our pick of the week, Purity Ring with Shrines. Movies coming out on Friday, July 27th. The Watch, starring Ben Stiller, Vince Vaughn, Jonah Hill. Uh, and then uh, the one, if you want to join Maya, Step Up Revolution. Heck yeah. Are you going to go wearing dance gear, Maya? <laughs> yeah. I slide across the car. Karen, can, and can you go with her and just bring the slide whistle? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to see it. I don't mind seeing those. You're going to see it with her. me. She sees Fast and Furious with me. So. Uh, that's love. It is like Fast and Furious. It's, with it's the dancing Fast <laughs> and Furious. <laughs> it really Together is. One. It really is. Okay. All right. Well, that'll do it for your entertainment releases and Tesh update. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. So let us persevere through every single doubt. We the people of God together we shout. Can you see the glory? music you're hearing in the background is from the amp movement we'd like to thank these guys for sponsoring today's podcast through lyrics that flow from the foundations of their faith amp has touched the hearts of their listeners with a sound like no other you can check out their new album glory songs available on itunes and amazon july 29th as christ is amplified in their music may he be amplified in the hearts of those who listen for more info, check out ampmovement.com. We the people of God, disciples called to be the salt, the world's decay in every moment, so creation's crying out with the preservative, taking informative action, formative influence, we're producing thirst for crisis, the proper reaction. You're listening to Amp Movement. The song is People's Song from their upcoming album, Glory Songs. Hmm. You know what's weird about that song is it's mostly pet friendly. There you go. <laughs> he looks at you like, are you going to do it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that one was on purpose. I wanted a negative slide whistle. <laughs> oh, had to be ready at all times. <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast, you heard Justice with New Lands from the album Audio Video Disco. Man, they really should have picked one. <laughs> it's like, pick your art form. Pick your art form. <laughs> you do can't it. even do it. You're laughing. You're like hanging out with the dirty no, projectors. I was you can't see. <laughs> just waiting for him to be done. <laughs> All right. uh, so it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse? Uh, well, uh, Calvin, I apologize, but I, I, I've inadvertently on this one uh, have stolen your list idea because I had a because I read this. And I was thinking, well, what's a couple ideas I can improve? So I hope you don't mind that I'm taking. I'm do. I'm adding a, a, a very short list with this slice. Well, I almost did a list. So I'm glad that it's not me. Instead, you brought a discussion question. Right. Instead, I brought <laughs> oh, a, uh, a 500-word essay. <laughs> yeah. I'll just say all manner of That's middle funny, school. That's funny because I kind of believe you. <laughs> <laughs> Test questions. Okay. So I don't know if I've, I've really discussed this in the past, but I'm no fan of the Olympics. You're not? Are you guys? I see. I would have thought you'd get unnaturally excited for them. You don't like the Olympics? Well, okay. Here's what well, I like the concept of the Olympics. It's just the <laughs> delivery is boring. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like the most boring games. And, and my main problem is it's so overblown in like the wrong way. Like they overcomplicate everything. Uh, you know, I feel like it's such a cool concept to get everyone in the world together competing, but they can't even do the simplest thing without it being really complicated. Uh, and a recent example of this is bus busloads of Olympic athletes athletes arrived in London and we're going to head to the Olympic Village which is from the airport 24 miles that is less than the distance of a marathon and I don't know if you've read a lot about the London preparations for the Olympics but they've shut down entire highways so that buses taking Olympians from the airport to the Olympic Village can pretty much stay in designated lanes the entire way um 
These buses also have sophisticated satellite tracking, um, all this technology. It took the bus four hours because <laughs> it was lost in London to get from the air. That is more than double the time the Olympic marathoner on the bus could have run there. <laughs> so to, to me, this, this is indicative of what's wrong with the Olympics. We've taken something that's supposed to be awesome and just you know made it really lame. You know, like overcomplicated it. So I have a couple ideas of how we can improve the Olympics. Mm. Because right now, if I turn the Olympics on, it's probably because I'm going to be taking a nap. You know, <laughs> no one watches swimming for the fun of it. No one. I do. It, My it, it, swimming it. is boring. No, it's not, Jesse. It's close it's, races. There's men, muscly men, and and speedos. you can't even tell who wins. You know, you got to go to that weird underwater camp. And, and like, I just feel like the sports are totally antiquated. These are the Olympic sports are sports that you can pl you play as a kid, like a foot race. No, like outside the Olympics, I'm not going to spend the afternoon watching a bunch of foot races on TV. You know, like I watch football or, or basketball, but I'm not going to be watching uh, javelin. So I have a couple ideas for improving the Olympics. Are you guys right. ready for these? Of course. Ready. I have, I have uh, it in my hands. Okay. So one is you bring all the athletes there, but when they get there, they pull, name, they pull out of a hat to see which sport they'll be competing in. Oh, <laughs> That's okay. That's no, no, it's not good because then it'll be awful. I mean, like, no, you have to have well rounded athletes. And it, it, I think, okay, imagine if, like, they, they get there and Kobe Bryant pulls pole vaulting. <laughs> That's, he has to. That's his event now. But I'm saying it'll be an awful competition. He does have to you, the floor. Let me ask you this. Would you gymnastics? rather see a guy, a trained pole vaulter, who flawlessly pole vaults every time? It, same boring thing every time. Or would you like to see a guy who's never done it before in his life have to attempt it for the glory of his country? That is pretty good. All right, okay, imagine fine. if the shock putter, you, you know those guys, they're massive. Yeah. Okay, they're mountains of men. Okay, if that guy was the uh, fancy high dive guy. <laughs> 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 they put him that he drew down the <laughs> represent your country go up there sorry you didn't get shot put this year you know <laughs> go up there I don't, I don't care what dive you do them's you the know? rules them's the rules yeah. <laughs> we, yeah I don't make them I follow them so okay I just think that's one idea we can make it more entertaining uh, okay <laughs> okay the, the other idea add competitive eating uh, yeah uh, mm -hmm. that's, well, it, but that's it, disgusting I mean, it really is disgusting. Well, I'm not disputing that. I'm just saying it's more entertaining than at least half the Olympic uh, summer games. Yeah, I have a couple more ideas. Minute to win it games. <laughs> okay. What does that even mean? Have you guys seen the show seen Minute the show? to Win It? No. Yeah. They take household items and have to do so. They have like a tissue box, and you have to pull out. <laughs> you got to see how long it takes to pull out all the tissues in the box <laughs> with one hand. <laughs> like all the <laughs> all the games involve like paper towel rolls and cotton balls and just junk you can find around your house. But now we'll have the best athletes in the world doing household games, <laughs> and we might get Guy Fierro to come and do the moderation, just like he hosts the show. Nice. I'd watch bringing that. the world together. <laughs> Jesse, uh, hearing your suggestions just made me made me think of. Did you uh, come up with the list? I came up with the list. <laughs> right. I started writing stuff down. Yeah. So, uh, so you were going for more just kind Get of the like slide whistle ready. Jesse, you were just going for like additional yeah Olympics improvements, but Olympics overall. And I thought of some for specifically for the London Games coming up, and they are all British stereotypes. <laughs> okay. Um, the first one I thought of chimney sweeping. No. I thought that'd be great. Oh. <laughs> Blindfolded dentistry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, something, uh, something involving tweed jackets and elbow pads. It's something but, uh, involved. That's not. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So we're spitballing this one. You need to fill in the gaps on that one. Re re recumbent bicycling in tweed jackets. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you have, Maya? Well, I found a slice. On a small town. You printed it out. I did print it out. Um, a small town in Alaska called Talkeetna. 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 You just sounded it out like Sesame Street. I, just <laughs> <laughs> I watch a lot of that. So it's only got 900 people in it. But for the last um, 15 years, they have had a cat 
as their mayor. Oh, yeah. He has been reelected. <laughs> um, it's just an orange tabby. It was a write-in. A write-in like 10 years ago, right? Uh, 15. Yeah. His whole life he's been it. Yep. And they... I hear their economy is is booming. Yeah. It's got 2,500 Facebook friends. I need to look up how many friends I have because I don't think I have that many. You know what's great, though? I hear this town has absolutely no problem with mice. They don't. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're a frisky bunch over there, too. We got we to gotta go better. We got to bring it better than that. There's got to be some good cat jokes. So I just, I find, <laughs> I know that there's been in small towns or other places. Like kids. Kids elected that have, mayor. have been mayor. But at least they can function. At least they can least communicate they can right. and say yes or no to, you know, uh, the city ordinance. I just don't know how you can have a town that would have a cat as a mayor. I mean, obviously it proves that you don't need a mayor. No, yeah, clearly. Uh, and they D- does he live, like, does the cat live alone in the mayor's mansion? <laughs> they don't say. Which, which basically, if you went into it, looks like something from Hoarders. It's total squalor <laughs> because the cat lives alone there. Right. And there's just dung and food everywhere. Dung. <laughs> well, as a cat for mayor, do you think there, I mean, I would assume there would be no fine for littering. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll work hard. Cal, <laughs> yeah, well, that was close. You missed it by a whisker. Oh! <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the thing, the, the man, the claws are out. <laughs> wow. Um, it says he does. You he guys does. are hurting my felines. <laughs> uh, someone is quoted as saying they do have thirty to forty people come a day to see to ask to see the mayor. Which I don't even know why people will come to a small town. Forty. Wait, hold on. Of nine hundred people, wait, no one's going to come. Just forty to see a people cat. a day. Ask to see tourist. the mayor. They say oh, they tourist. have tourists come in to see to ask to see the mayor. But who's the I, mayor? I'm guessing at least half of those are the same people every day. They're just lunatic cat people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for the mayor again. I'm just saying, people really want Ron Paul. A lot of people want Ron Paul. Like they write in. Apparently, we can write anybody in. Well, right. I mean, I, think, I mean, obviously, isn't this cat's name Ron Paul? It oh, is. No. I'll take that no, one. No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, okay. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it to myself. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> he just did his own. I just did my own. I like Run that. Paul. I own it. I'll Run own it. <laughs> All right. What do you have, Calvin? Um, so, in what is quite possibly the most disgusting and exciting news at the same time of the week, Seven Eleven is going to be introducing a mashed potato dispenser. What? That's not true. In U.S. stores. No way. Um, yep. Why in the world would we need a mashed potato dispenser? Uh, it's a machine created by uh, Maggie. I think it's maybe it's Maggie. When you get your taquito and hot dog, you need a side <laughs> item. And sometimes <laughs> chips just don't hit the spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So sometimes you need a vegetable. So this uh, machine, <laughs> this, this company called Maggie, produces uh, condiments in uh, Europe and parts of Asia. And they're going to sell, and they already sell instant mashed potato powder. And you can mix it with water and stuff. But this machine, when activated, the machine mixes the powder with water, squirts out the steaming hot mashed potato mix, and even tops it with s- some creamy gravy. Wow. And uh, just for uh, a dollar or two, you can have a hearty treat is in it, in your hands. Or it's just going to be mashed potatoes, not like with with like corn and green beans on the side? At this, little, at this stage. turkey that's like solidified? Phase one. We're phase talking one. phase one, the smashed potatoes. Okay. This is for people, you know, the target market is, you know, your gas light came on. You need to go, <laughs> you know, put a half tank in real quick because you're really on the go. Might as well get a Slurpee and some mashed potatoes while you're in there. <laughs> I mean, I, this, I feel like this is going to cause a spike in like people heading over to their families for Thanksgiving dinner. And uh, <laughs> like, hey, are you going to bring something? Yeah, sure. I'll bring the mashed potatoes. Well, you can get a bottle of wine at 7-Eleven too. Well, that's so true. You could get and a some box. Sutter Home. Mm. Some fine Sutter Home 399 uh, screw top Ziffindel. And uh can't beat it. And, and a and a bucket of mashed potatoes. For when you <laughs> for when you want a really bad headache with your wine. <laughs> I imagine it's like the push kind where you like push it back like with your cup. They should and, <laughs> like, and the, like and the drink dispenser. Yeah, yeah, like the drink dispenser. <laughs> yeah. I think that seven eleven should be all maybe dispensers. It'll be maybe like it's just like integrated sh- into the drink dispenser. 
And so yeah. you use the same cup selection. Or with like slushies when you want to have a couple different potatoes. flavors. Like, like, do I, I want a Diet Coke? Need to have or do I want some mashed potatoes? potatoes? They have the dome lid. I want lid. both. They have the They're dome, all going to be the same the dome inside lid, me. Like the ICs. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They have the, the dome, dome lid. lid right. right. So you get a little So you more. get right up to the top right. and you get a thick straw. Of course. Yeah. They've already got all the pieces that you need With the little scoop at the bottom. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have that scoop straw. The dome lid. You're over there next to the icing machine. It just takes. It's just going to kick off that one flavor nobody ever wants mm-hmm. on the yeah. icing machine. They're just going to replace it with mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this makes yeah. sense. The, like the orange Fanta is gone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that one guy who comes in every day <laughs> on your on your way to see the cat mayor. The, you know, but the orange Fanta icy guy, <laughs> Slurpy guy, he has no problem. He's going to transition seamlessly to mashed potatoes instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do it for slices. Up next, All Sons and Daughters. We can't wait. You're listening to The Killers. The song is Runaways from their upcoming album. All Sons and Daughters is David Leonard and Leslie Jordan. Uh, they're both from Nashville. They began writing worship songs in the fall of 09 for their church in Franklin, Tennessee. In October of 2010, they got signed and have released two EPs, Brokenness Aside and Reason to Sing. Uh, when they released their last EP, they came through and recorded uh, for the podcast, and it was phenomenal. This March, All Sons and Daughters released their first full-length album, entitled Season One. They recently came uh, through the studio and recorded five songs with us, all of which will be on the uh, Relevant YouTube channel and the new Relevant TV when it relaunches. But for now, it's on the Relevant YouTube channel and also on the podcast episode page. You can find it. Performing Hear the Sound. Here's All Sons and Daughters. Sing 
was All Sons and Daughters. Check them out at allsonsanddaughters.com. listening to Band of Horses. The song is Knock Knock from their upcoming album. Love Modesto is an organization that started with two questions back in 07. Why is our city, Modesto, on some of the worst cities in America list? And what if our churches were to suddenly disappear from the Modesto area? Would anyone even care or notice? Since then, over 25 cities and more than 19,000 people been a part in demonstrating kindness, meeting needs, and impacting lives with the love of Jesus, young, old, able, disabled people from a church or no church at all. These community-wide volunteer days, volunteers engage in a variety of projects, such as offering food to the hungry, visiting convalescent homes, donating blood, building a house with Habitat for Humanity, and working with the city parks, among other stuff. Jeff Pishney is the pastor of REACH at Big Valley Grace Community Church in Modesto, California. He's the founder of Love Modesto. Our very own Heather Croto recently spoke to him. Here is Jeff Pishney of Love Modesto. Why do you think this model of loving the local community is one that's so important for the church to grasp? Well, the bottom line is I think it's who we are. It's who we should be. It's what we should be about. You know, uh, I think if we want to be a disciple, we can't be a disciple just inside the four walls, behind stained glass windows. You know, you can't be salt and light when there's already tons of salt and light inside of a building. Then, it, you know, the light never gets out of the building. I don't know how I could call myself even a, a Jesus follower when I'm just hanging around other Jesus followers all the time. It's blindly in the blindest sense, even though we feel like we say we have the truth, but... How do we do that when we're just with each other all the time? And so I think the idea of not just verbalizing in our faith, but sometimes not even saying a word, you know, it's just living out our faith and saying we care, saying that we're out there and not just trying to get people signed up to come to our thing or inviting them always to our thing to come on our turf always, but going, you know, to people on their turf without, you know, all these preconceived, you know, motivations that are trying to get them to, you know, to come on our team and on our on our side. Just going there to love. Mm-hmm. Just going there to love and to care. And then let God do what he wants to do. I think it's not only helped, you know, our community to see us for who we really are, but I think it's helped us too to really live, you know, in that way of Jesus that he wants us to live. We're still learning how to do it, aren't we all, you know? Yeah, um, We're not perfect in this. I'm trying to, we're still trying to navigate a lot of things here. A lot of, you know, but I, I know that God is using that. The, the really cool thing about something like this is that it's not only for Modesto. You know, it doesn't only exist there. Like, people have the ability to bring their church into the community across the country and across the world. Yeah. What advice would you have for people who say, man, I really want to do something like that? Well, I, I would say you can you can do it. I mean, there's nothing... Yes, I mean, every, I think every community needs an initiative like this. It's a Christian faith community coming together, you know, and um, and doing good in, in practical ways, you know, working with those that already exist, not create a whole nother ministry. I don't, this isn't a whole nother ministry. We're just trying to champion and, and support those that are already doing it. There's so many great people doing things, you know, in, in our communities, you know. I, I don't know. I would just really encourage them that you, you got to have a good leader, you know. Um, you got to have someone who, who loves Jesus and who's not a jerk, you know, mm-hmm. and someone who loves people really well, too. You need someone who has influential in the community. You need someone who has some good organizational skills, you know. And if you've got those three qualities, that's a city leader right there, you know, willing to work with the ministerium of the city, you know, the Christian faith leaders. And it's really not very hard to put these projects together because it's like, hey, and it's it's really, you know, for the nonprofits and, and the organizations that are putting on the projects, you know, it's it's to their benefit that they have a project. You know, it's for it's volunteers for them, not only for that day, but long term. It's it's possible future financial support for them. You mean so it's it's not a hard sell. 
it's a really easy sell, and especially I think in our economy where so many communities are struggling. The city leaders, the government, the schools, they all get on board because they all need volunteers. They all need help. Um, and I think, bottom line, it gives Jesus a good name. You know, it mm-hmm. gives churches a good name. That, And I heard this from one person. Um, he told me this. He goes, well, at least you guys are good for something now. You know, this idea of like, what good are your churches anyway? What do you guys do? You know, and now, you know, it's the whole, I don't know if you heard this before, some book I read um, where, and it was Eric Swanson's book, Externally Focused Church. They're talking about, hey, you know, what if, you know, your church were to disappear? Would anyone even care or notice? Mm-hmm. You know, when people in your community protest and say, no, don't go. You're good for our community. We need you here. Right. And I feel like the same thing, you know, that I think that's what God is doing in so many cities across our country is that the church is getting outside of our walls and we're doing some really amazing things in practical ways. And we're the community is saying, you, you, you know, we need you. We need you apart. And I think so every every community can do this. Every community should do something like this. It doesn't have to look like ours. It can look like whatever, you know. And then certainly I'm willing to help. Like, not that... I'm organizing here, but me and other, I know other cities across the country, we're all, you know, we're all in this together. You know, we want to love our cities like Jesus loves our cities. And if we can help, you know, contact us through our website. And if we can help in some way, we'd love to help out. That was Jeff Fishney. You can learn more about how you can make an impact in your city at lovemodesto.com. listening to Active Child. The song is Johnny Belinda from the album You Are All I See. I love that album. When All Sons and Daughters came to record in the studio, um, it was it was an amazing shoot. One, one of our favorite things happened. They brought a cellist. Right. You have to bring a cellist when you come to the relevant studios. doesn't matter what kind we of have the old We have the old grand piano, that which gives you one, one end of the spectrum, right. warmth and character. But you got to bring your own cellist. Yeah. We will not provide that for you. We, we cannot. No. No matter how hard you ask. <laughs> we have slide whistles, but we do not have cellos. We do not have cellos. We have guitars. We have pianos. Right. Slide whistles. No cellos. <laughs> no cellos. Uh, thankfully, they did bring their own cellist. It was phenomenal. You know, the cellist um, that came with them was the same girl who played when Gunger came the very first time and did beautiful things in our old, old, old studio. Really? Kara. Yep. That's her? Yep. I didn't so if you go and back and together. watch the old Gunger performances yeah. in our ramp room studio when they did beautiful things and a few other and, and Michael did the crazy doxology, she's the cellist that played with all sons and daughters on this session. She's awesome. Yeah, you're gonna want to watch these performance videos. Uh, just head over to YouTube. Uh, just search. Yeah, for all sons and daughters relevant. Yeah, and they'll pull You'll up find it. or or find our channel, which is Relevant Magazine. Yeah, and they're the f- most recent five. But there's five songs you're gonna want to see them. Performing Wake Up. Here's All Sons and Daughters. Don't 
That was All Sons and Daughters. Check out these videos on YouTube or on the podcast episode page. Listening to the XX song is Angels. It's from their upcoming album, which is fantastic. We actually are going to talk to them in the September issue of Relevant. A little toss there. Remember that Angel movie that had Nicolas Cage and Meg Ryan in it? Oh my there? gosh. Yeah. I totally like that. I, City of Angels. I, I cried. Oh, I, great Goo Goo Dolls. Great tune, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was a big fan Iris, of that. Jacked you that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have the worst memories of my life associated with that movie. Really? really? That's. And the Goo Goo Doll song, and the same Savage Garden album that came out the same year. Oh, wow! I was in the bad, I was in the thick of a year? yes, I was in the thick of a serious college relationship, and that movie, like, was the turning point of it. Virg- of it ultimately ending yeah. senior year, right? Did, did you kind of feel like you Nicholas just didn't Cage? want the world to see you? Like <laughs> they just wouldn't understand <laughs> in the theater watching that terrible movie. <laughs> All right. It's time for your feedback. Last week, we asked you for your best, Tesh says. What, what probably got his attention first is that uh, his Tesh says hashtag feed was getting cluttered with a million things that sound like Tesh said them, but Tesh didn't actually say them. So, um, 
You went over to uh, Twitter and and uh, posted them. You went on our Facebook page, Relevant Podcast, and posted them. And you went to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com and posted them. Here's a few of our favorites. Um, this one from Chris Curie. He said, remember the way you dress helps determine your success. Friends don't let friends wear Crocs. Hashtag Tesh says. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Tesh would never say that. I picture him... Wearing exclusively Crocs. <laughs> That's true. I do kind of do that He has too. his own line of Crocs. Yeah, comfort. <laughs> the, 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 his is more likely comfort over fashion every time, Tesh says. <laughs> well, when you're in the studio composing 23 hours a day, you don't it's need to be... It's pajama pants, tank top, and Crocs. <laughs> you don't need to be encumbered by laces. <laughs> Uh, speaking of, speaking of uh, non-encumberment by laces, Chris Morph uh, gave this efficiency tip. Set the alarm clock and put on your socks before dawn. Everything matches in the dark, Tess says. <laughs> uh, Ryan says, kilts, well breathable, make your hiking partners uncomfortable, especially those downhill. Tesh says. I like that one. Okay. That's a good one. Okay, John Tesh actually in, like interacts with his fans on Twitter and the people who are talking about John Tesh, he interacts with them. My favorite thing in all of this is the ones that he's interacting with and the people he's interacting with in these last 48 hours. If you look at the person that he's retweeting or responding to publicly, they all are relevant podcast people, <laughs> all of them. And so like somebody, somebody just said, uh, just started following John Tesh. What have I done? His reply, you've just made your life a tiny bit more awesome. A tiny bit? So, 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 so Tesh has a sense of humor about the Tesh. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He knows. He, it's like everything he says is ironic with a little wink and a smirk. You know what I'm saying? But if you go to his website, Tesh.com, it doesn't look like he's aware of the Tesh. You know what I'm saying? It's very Tony Robbins-esque intelligence for your life, a lot of soft focus, drop, you know, shadows. Uh, it's, it's, it doesn't look like, you know, uh, uh, sarcastic, like he tweets. Here's what my theory is. I think John Tesh is in on the joke, clearly. I think he's in on the joke. His replies say that. But I don't think his radio listeners are. So I think his website... And all of these Tesh's tweets are written in a way that he's just messing with old people. <laughs> because you know how old people believe anything. Conspiracies, right. yeah. new studies, whatever, and they get all up in arms. I think Tesh your makes gra- Your them- grandmother sends me forwards, yes. I know. Yes, right. I think Tesh makes this stuff up for his radio fans, and he thinks it's hilarious. I think he's just screwing with old people. That's what I think. And I think Tesh is really cool. Well, like I said, I, I just hope we get some good questions for him because right. that—that's my concern. Is right. if he's if he's the mastermind behind this ruse, what can we possibly ask him? You know. Well, he he probably won't acknowledge it, even if it is a ruse. Because then- Nick Fruling tweeted John Tesh, "Do you still eat your cereal with water instead of milk?" He says, "I do indeed." It was parodied on Seinfeld for some reason. Huh. He's an icon. Jason Jason O'Neill, podcast listener Jason O'Neill tweeted, been following John Tesh for four days and I've already lost 14 pounds. <laughs> this this man is magic. John Tesh retweets and says, in two weeks, you'll be gone. Yeah, to that. me, that's a mafia threat. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a direct threat, <laughs> sir. But anyway, I'm sorry. I got off track. Your, your Tesh says hashtags. Here you go. Keep keep going. What are, what are some of the other ones? Actually, real quick, just want to read one of one from John Tesh. Beware of foods with high fructose corn syrup. They could affect your memory and even your emotions, Tesh says. We wrote that one last week. Oh, I, um, I have one here. No, no, no. Beware, we, of, we, 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 beware of foods with high fructose corn syrup. They could affect your memory and even your emotions, Tesh says. We, we read that one last week. I just, All right, I got I just, one. Beware of foods with high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> what is he doing? They could affect your memory. Your memory. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And even your emotions. No, that's no. No. <laughs> No, that, let me do another one. I got another one here. Extra Hook, line, and sinker. Food, well extra fructose corn syrup. Oh, okay, Give I'm that bad. man an extra slide J- whistle. Joel, Joel just says, mer apes are real. Tesh says, <laughs> but, if he says it, then it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rebecca says, if you're ever offered to play a game of rock, paper, scissors with a robot, I would decline. Tesh says. That's good. That's good advice. Yeah. That's good advice. 
Here's an unsighted study, Tesh <laughs> says. Uh, by the way, feel free to inject the, the listener, Tesh says, is here, because we really can't tell the difference with the real ones. Um, this is an actual, Tesh says. Studies show that having to urinate really badly while driving is equivalent in terms of impairment to a 0.05 blood alcohol level. Hashtag Tesh says. I saw that the other night. Yeah. I immediately stopped and... Went to the bathroom right. at Seven Eleven. I went while you were picking up some mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes and potatoes. hit the road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if bears exist in heaven, there will be no Battlestar Galactica. Hashtag Tesh says. What does that even mean? I don't know, but Tesh says it. So. <laughs> okay, here's an actual Tesh says. Ready? Tell someone you love them in their left ear. Left side is controlled by the emotional part of the brain. Tesh says. I'm not sure if that's true. That's or not. brilliant. That, See, yeah. I tend to believe that. That one. is malarkey. Malarkey. I wonder if Meta World Peace knows that. Right. He should have been <laughs> tweeting out of his le- with his left hand. Right. Yeah. Je- Jeff Laro said on Twitter, people with bumper stickers are 16% more likely to commit road rage. Keep your bumper clean and chill out. Tesh says. <laughs> Again, unverifiable, but believable. It's Tesh. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right, it's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Hey. All right, we need your help. Yeah. We're not professional journalists or anything. <laughs> so we need your help. We want to know no what do what you what do you want us to ask John Tesh on this, next week's podcast? What do you want us to ask John Tesh on next week's podcast? Head over to the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. You can tweet us at relevant podcast or you can post on our Facebook page. And we will ask him the best questions next week. Many thanks to All Sons and Daughters for coming through. You can check out their new full-length album. came out in March called Season 1. It's available everywhere. And you can find out more at allsonsanddaughters.com. Thanks to Jeff Pishney for talking to us. You can find out more about Love Modesto at lovemodesto.com. If you haven't checked out the new website, uh, head over there. Uh, Like we mentioned last week, every week we are launching new aspects of it. We recently launched or relaunched the Relevant Magazine forums. Completely new, completely new experience. If you haven't seen those in a while, uh, they're a little different now. You want to check those out? Uh, We're launching uh, a new section called Relevant You right now. If it's not up by the time the podcast comes out, it will be on Monday or so. Uh, And there's a lot more. We are updating the site with more daily content. Subscribers can get instant access, full access to all the magazine content, as well as uh, exclusive subscriber-only downloads like our summer album and our spring album available now. Um, It's easy to subscribe. You get $130 or so worth of stuff for $14.99. We'd really appreciate the support. Head over to relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe and uh, you can get instant access right then. On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Calvin Kearley. I'm Jesse Carey. <laughs> what are you trying to... Un- <laughs> oh. I was just trying to follow his cadence. <laughs> that's Saturday. that's Saturday. Chad Michael Snavely. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to The Relevant Podcast. Go follow us on Twitter, at Relevant Podcast. And for more great content, check out relevantmagazine.com. No one watches swimming for the fun of it. No one.